she felt the power of God touching her and was shaking as the pastor was praying for her. The pains in her body immediately left after prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our announcement for tonight are as follows. Every morning from Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. we have our morning prayer, which is followed by our midday service, which is at 12 p.m. And then we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every day. Amen. Amen. At 5 to 12, our midday, our midnight prayer starts. Amen. Amen. We also have our weekly fasting, which is on Thursday and Friday. The details of the fasting are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. For those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the bank details are shared on different WhatsApp groups, on our Facebook platforms, as well as on Messenger. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will get the word of God from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17, from verse 25, NIV. 1 Samuel 17 from verse 25, he says, Now the Israelites had been saying, Do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. Verse 28. When Eliab, David's old brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Verse 31. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Saul replied, You are not able to go against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock. I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its head, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to to just to to say to those before we go on. Because 
once we start, we start here. There's no more stopping. We are going with a high speed. We're going to be tackling this word of God, which is very powerful, uh, mightily. But I want to just give announcement to those who are on the direct call. Not on those who are on the messenger, but to those who are in the direct call. To say tomorrow we're going to be using a different cell number, but we'll update them. Hallelujah. So that we can connect nicely in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us go to the word of God, to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 25. The Bible says that now the Israelites have been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give a great wealth to a man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and exempt his family from taxes in Israel. When Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the man, he bent with anger at him and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom will you leave those few ships in the wilderness? I know how content you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. What David was overhead and reported to Saul was overhead and reported to Saul and so Saul sent for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Here, what I want us to understand, it was that day that David went to the battlefield. He was sent by his father. As he was sent by his father, the Bible says that. When he arrived there, he found that the biggest enemy of Israel was out by the name of Goliath. Because it was the time that um, the Philistine and Israel, they have made together, they were about to fight each other. When they were about to fight each other, it was the time that there was a giant. This man was big. Goliath of God. He was a warrior. He was very big. Everybody was scared of this man and he could talk alone. Him alone said that, no. I want a man from the army of Israel. That man whom we can fight against. If you win, you all the all the Philistines will be subject to the Israel. If I win, that's what he said, Goliath. The whole of Israel will be subjected to the Philistine. It was vice versa. Then nobody, nobody could dare challenge Goliath. Everybody was so scared of Goliath. He was so scared. From their king Saul. You know, you know, let me tell you something before we go on here. Saul, at the beginning, when God was with him, there was no battle he had never won. He was just winning like that. He was winning every challenge. He was winning every battle. But for the first time now, there was a challenge that he was scared of. There was a challenge 
He could not tackle himself. Even the whole of his army was scared. But learn this one. When God was with him, no battle, no battle he could not tackle. No challenge he could not win. Everywhere he went, Philistine, he have defeated them many times. But now when God has departed, it was the first time there was a challenge that Saul could not handle. There was a challenge all of a sudden he could not handle. It's like that. When God is on your side, when God is on by your side, before any challenge, before any competition, you are automatically a winner. You are automatically a victor. That's what the Bible says that in all these things we are more than the conqueror through him who loved us. That's as long as God is by your side, you are what? You are more than the conqueror. You are a victor. There's nothing that can challenge you. But I'm telling you, the day that the Lord departs, you are on your own. Even the challenges that you defeated before, they become a problem. That was the same thing that was happening to Saul. Philistines were no match to him. Philistines, they were nobody to Saul. They were not his standard. Let me tell you this. Because it was before when God was what? Was by his side. He was more than a victor. He was more than a conqueror. Why? Because greater was he that was with Saul. Than he that was with the Philistine. But the moment on the day that the Lord has departed. The problem that was nothing became a problem. Hallelujah. If you want to be a conqueror, if you want to be a winner, let God be always be by your side. Amen. Let Jehovah be on by your side. As you do that, I'm telling you, it will not matter what kind of a project. It will not matter what kind of a challenge. You will always be what? A winner. You will always be what? More than a conqueror. But if God departs, hey, even what you conquered before, it becomes a problem. Okay, let me give you another principle why every challenge that you come across when God is by your side, why you will always win. Let us go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 13. The Bible says that no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. Then the Bible is telling us that no temptation, if you are a child of the living God, before a problem, before a challenge comes to you, the Lord first way out that challenge. The Lord first way out that temptation, that problem, when you realize that, oh, you can handle this, you can overcome it, then he allow it to come. 
then that gives you an advantage before any problem start, before any challenge start, that you will overcome because God have allowed whatever coming your way, that before it comes on your way, you can handle it. You can overcome it. That's why he allows it to come your way. But if God is not on your side, hey, things come randomly. There is no one who is first weighing out your soul. Indeed, this time I will make sure that, you know, sometimes if, uh, let's say, Saul's army was going to be faced with the army of the Philistine. Sometimes the Lord will make sure that Goliath of God is sick. He must not come so that those who will come, Saul can do what? Can handle them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 Then Jehovah will face it. will make sure that all the soldiers which are coming to be against the army of Israel, the, uh, the army of Israel can handle. Sometimes when you realize, oh, the giant is about to come, say, Goliath, I give you another assignment. On the other side, and Goliath does not come. And make sure that those who come, he defeat them. But today, there was a Goliath of God. Who soul was so scared, not only soul, everybody. Nobody could stand on Goliath of God. The Bible says that when this giant will speak, everybody will tremble. Everybody will run away for the first time. Such kind of a thing has never happened in the whole of Israel. By this time of the ruling of Saul, it has never happened. For the first time, there was a problem they cannot handle. I'm saying to you, it happens like that. When somebody, God, is no longer by their side. Problem that they cannot handle. Problem that they don't have solution for. Appear. Things come, hey, unproportionally. And they wonder, ah, everything I could handle, everything I could afford, everything was going well with me. Why this time can't I solve this one? The problem is that the Lord is no longer by your side. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But when the Lord is on your side, he will prepare all the circumstances. He will weigh out everything that before it comes to you already, it is only what is coming to you. It's what you can handle. It's what you can defeat. It's what you can overcome. What is coming to you is what can promote you when God is where is by your side. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. I'm saying to you, everything that will come your way is what you can handle in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everything that will come our way is what we can defeat in Jesus' name. Amen. Because the Lord is by our side in Jesus' name. I decree and I declare no problem will come your way that you cannot overcome in Jesus' name. No problem, no challenge will come our way without a solution in Jesus' name. In the life of a real Christian, before any challenge comes, 
The Lord makes sure that he has given you equipment. He has given you a way out. He has given you a wisdom. He has given you supernatural ability. And he is a supernatural ability and a way out out of that situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the Bible says that the ways Goliath was a problem. The Bible said that the king even said that anyone who going to solve this problem, Goliath, anyone who will face Goliath, their family will not pay tax. That person is going to marry the daughter of a king. Hallelujah. Amen. And that person will be awarded a great wealth because Goliath was a headache to the king. Goliath was a nightmare to the king and the whole of Israel. The Bible okay. said that until one day, young man by the name of David, they said that he was a young, about 17 years old, but that time he was the youngest even in the battlefield. When he arrived and he heard this wicked Goliath, when he heard this wicked man talking against the army of Israel, talking against the God of Israel, the Bible said that David got angry. David was saying, What? This man is talking against the whole of Israel, even talking against the God of Israel. No. Spiritually, he was angry. The anointing in him was angry. He, eh, an ordinary man could not face Goliath. Goliath was a nightmare to an ordinary man. But to a David, he was not a nightmare. When he heard about Goliath, he gets angry. He gets stirred up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. When you are a person, a man of and a woman of the spirit, hey, it becomes the Holy Ghost who activates you when you need to be activated. It becomes the Holy Ghost who causes you to react when you have to react. Also this day, David reacted, you know, an ordinary man, when they see, when they hear this wicked Philistine, they were getting terrified. They were getting scared. But not David. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Amen. To David, he was motivated. There was something in him that got angry. God in him got angry. Hallelujah. And said that this Goliath will know my God. This Goliath, this problem, this challenge will know my God. You know, as a Christian, when the Holy Ghost has overpowered you, has taken over you, he begins to feel through you. He begins to react through you. And that is the, that is the level a Christian must live. Where the Holy Ghost has overpowered you, has overtaken you, he can even react with you. Hallelujah. You can just begin to feel what God feels. When you look at the certain situation, you can just hear the voice of God. You can just begin to hear what God is saying. You begin to feel what Jesus Christ is feeling. Because the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God and is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Then also when David, when he entered the battleground and he began to hear what Goliath was saying, 
instead of him getting terrified, the spirit, the Holy Ghost in him, began to hear what Jehovah was feeling. That Jehovah was very angry with Goliath. And David began to, to be angry with Goliath. They said, that, ah, how, what is going to happen to anyone who's going to de defeat this Goliath? You know, when he said that, the Bible said that, the brother overheard him. When he was talking, say, hey, David, you like things too much. Now you are here. You are, I know you like things. You have got a bad heart. You are just here to watch. And, and actually, in an actual sense, the brother is the one who was just watching. He was the one who was not fighting because if he was fighting, he should have faced Goliath a long time ago. But now he's now accusing David of, of what he's doing. He said, no, you are just here as a spectator. You like things too much. You have got a bad heart. I know your heart is very bad. Can't you know? David is the one with a good heart. Is the one who God have come to the family to choose who's supposed to be anointed. And God have said that, I have found a man after my own heart. I have found a man with the heart, with the spirit that I'm looking for. Now the brother, when the prophet said that, oh, can, can it be Eliab? The Bible said that. God said to the prophet, no, that one have rejected him. The kind of the heart he have is not the heart that I want. But now he was the one accusing David. Hey, some people, they've got that kind of spirit, accusing spirit. Hey, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Accusing spirit. When somebody, they say, oh, no, this one is not the right one. It's not the right servant of God. Uh, 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 I don't know whether you are getting it. Amen. They've got a, they, they are, like this one, is accusing David of what he is. He's accusing David of what he's doing himself. David now, he has come with the anointing. Hey, let me tell you this. In that battlefield, Jehovah was not there. But as David entered that battleground, Jehovah entered. David, because he was anointed, he was no longer an ordinary man. The angels entered. Power entered. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Jehovah entered. All along he was not there. They were by themselves. No wonder fear was on them. No wonder they could not stop. They could not stand the giants. But when the young boy was anointed, when the young boy was full of the Holy Spirit, when he entered the Jehovah entered. I'm saying to you, you are about to enter places and the Jehovah enter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You are about to appear places and Jehovah will do what? Will appear with your presence. Remember, David was a worshiper. David was developing. Hey, let me tell you this. The grace for you to develop when nobody is watching. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There is a kind of, the, the kind of grace that was with David when nobody thought David was a nobody. 
Kanti, David was somebody before God. Before, before people, they thought David was a nobody. They thought David was a small boy. Kanti, David was too big. He, that anointing was making him to develop, to grow in the relationship with Jehovah. When nobody was watching, David was just worshiping the, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. He could not know what was happening with him. Are you getting what I'm saying? He was prophesying behind the sheep. He was prophesying behind the goat. They thought maybe David is nobody. He's, he doesn't qualify to be a soldier. They think he's too young. They think he's too young. They think even he's good for nothing. Captain David, behind the closed door, he was growing bigger. He was getting stronger. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why we're saying that the advantage of David, David was prepared. He was prepared to be a king before he was a king. What? He was being prepared to fight Goliath before he even faced Goliath. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then the Bible says one day, the lion appeared. One day, the bear appeared. When the lion and the bear appear, you know, it may have looked like a challenge. It might have looked like he was coming to eat David. It might have looked like he was coming to eat what David was looking after. Can't you know? It was just a preparation. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are some stuff that you look at, you think is their trouble. You think it's a problem. Can't you know? It's not a problem. God is training you. God is strengthening you. God is preparing you. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the Bible said that when that lion, that bear, tried to take one of the goats, David's anointing stared on him. And he went and he killed the lion. And he killed the bear. Wow. Let me tell you this. Sometimes without a problem, there is no a testimony. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes without a problem, you will never see the power of an oil. You will never see the power of anointing. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm sure that when the lion appeared, sometimes it was, of course, it was a problem. A lion is a lion. A bear is a bear. But something was dead on David. That he go and he destroy a bear. And he went and destroy what? A lion. And after that he have got a what? A testimony. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that testimony, it was not just a testimony. It was preparing him to face a what? A Goliath. There are some stuff that when you are doing them, you might look like these are the small things. This is a small responsibility where God has placed you in a small place. Can't you know? He wants you to grow. He wants you to grow your faith. He wants you to practice with the small things. Are you getting what I'm saying? When anointing comes 
earlier. It's not just coming earlier. It wants you to develop nicely. It wants you to develop what? Nicely. Then that's why when everybody was scared of Goliath, David was not scared. Why was he not scared? Because he had seen God when he dealt with the lion. He had seen God when he dealt with what? With a bear. Hallelujah. No wonder the Bible says that in the book of James chapter 1 verse number 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you are faced with the trials of many kind. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Sometimes don't worry about some problems. Don't worry about some challenges. They are not there to come in to destroy you. They are there so that you can develop. They are there so that you can grow bigger. They are there so that you can grow stronger. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. They are there to develop you, to strengthen you, to prepare you for the bigger responsibility. Amen. Hallelujah. I can see you getting stronger. I can see you getting bigger. Then some problems, some challenges are coming to develop you. They are coming to strengthen you. They are coming there as a practice. Are you getting what I'm saying? Practice makes perfect. Hallelujah. Then don't complain. Don't worry. Don't grumble. Don't be scared. Consider it pure joy when you see a lion. When you see a bear. And go like it's time to see God's power. Hallelujah. It's time to see the anointing on my head. It's time to see the God who's by my side. Hallelujah. Don't cry when you see coronavirus. Don't cry when you hear this and that. Rejoice. It's time to do what? To see God's power. Hallelujah. So that the day that you are faced with Goliath, you will be having an experience. You will be having an evidence. You will be having a testimony that you will say, I have seen Jehovah this day on the lion. I have seen Jehovah on this day on the bear. And when you remember that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, you will know that you God, you will look just look big. But the one in me is greater. The one by my side is more powerful. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't worry when they take you for granted. When they think that you are small, they don't know the oil in your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't be discouraged when they speak bad about you. 
when they talk you down, like what they were doing with David. The Bible says that his brother, his firstborn, knew him as a young boy in his family, did not know what the anointing was doing in the closed doors. He did not know that God, he was, he, he, he could cause him just to worship behind the goats, behind the sheep. And when the bear comes, Jehovah arrives. Oh, Kalabayan Tarabaya. The Bible said that when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of God raises the standard. Are you getting what I'm saying? I wish you can see me. I'm even jumping where I am. Amen. Amen. That anointing. It gets dead in troubles. It gets dead when there's something to do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We are not the one where we hear about problem and you begin to tremble. No. We go like it's time to prove God's power. We go it's time to see Jehovah in action. We get motivated. Hallelujah. The Bible said that even when Aliab was trying to talk him down, David was, could not get discouraged. He could not get discouraged. He kept on talking. He kept on talking and talking the words of faith. And the Bible said that, hey, when he was speaking, when even the brothers are taking him for granted, so the message arrived where it was supposed to be. In Saul's ear. And Saul begin to hear, oh, what are you saying? The young boy have said this one, these words. Oh, Saul have never heard anybody talking like that. Everybody there have heard, no soldier could speak the words that David have said. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible said that, hey. The Bible said that Can okay, let us read from verse number 32 of 1 Samuel chapter 17. The Bible, oh, let us read from verse number 31. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul's soul sent to him. This young man was not speaking the words of fear. This young man was speaking the words of faith and he had never heard any soldier speaking like that. Ever since, the Bible said that for 40 days, every day, Goliath was coming there and talking against the whole army, talking against the God of Israel. But no, every soldier could just trample. Every soldier was running away. But the Bible said that when David had spoken for the first time, when you have spoken for the first time, the Bible said that. Saul said, no, that young boy, no matter how young he is, what he's saying is not him. Let him come here. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. I can hear God talking through you. I can hear God begin to speak through you. When he's begin, you are beginning to prophesy, when God is beginning to speak, the words of faith, not the words of fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Learn to speak faith. Learn to speak the word of God. Learn to speak the mind of God. 
Don't speak defeat. Don't speak fear. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say I'm not the type to fear. I'm not the type to die. I speak faith. Say the Holy Ghost speak through me. Hallelujah. When the whole world is scared of coronavirus, you must speak faith. And faith because of the Holy Ghost. When the challenge is coming wherever you are, learn to do what? Speak faith. But it's when God has taken over you. It's when God is controlling you. When you are saturated with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some people, they are full of the things of the world. They talk news of the world. They talk the language of the world. But you must reach a level where you only speak faith because you are saturated by the word of God. You are saturated by the power of God. You are saturated by the presence of God. That it is impossible for you to speak fear. It is impossible for you to speak doubt. Because the Holy Ghost has overpowered you. The word of God is so full in you. Hallelujah. In such a way all the time. The word of God just flows through you. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you, you, you must reach a level where uncontrollably the word of God just begin to come out of you. Hallelujah. The words of faith, you must be so full of word that the words of faith just automatically flows in you. Your mind begin to, to you begin to think the word of God. Amen. That was David. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of this his strong fellowship, even when Goliath was, he could not see Goliath. He could not see how big he is. He could feel his, how big is his God in him. He could just feel the anointing around him. He could just... Hey, are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Some people wonder why are we meditating on the testimony too much. So that our God can be bigger than any situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. I remember over the weekend, you know, over the weekend when I, when I saw the photo of that child of that man, you could see that this is like a lifeless body of this baby. The baby was, was lifeless. But I could tell that uh, the same God, we have seen him many times, we will see him today. I remember when I prayed for the baby, I said, hey, Mama, I'm talking to his wife now. And I said, don't, don't, don't care what you see, just take my words. Because of the bear, because of the lion, there was enough faith so that the life can come back to this baby which was lifeless. I remember after when I prayed, the wife called and said, Pastor, the baby is not doing anything. Only saliva is just coming out. It has been hours when the baby like this, just frozen like that. But there was enough 
because we have been meditating about the, the Lord's deeds. Hallelujah. Amen. There was enough faith to cause change, to cause a miracle to happen. It was also the same thing to David. Hallelujah. Amen. Fear will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Doubt will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Victory is our portion wherever we go in Jesus' name. I declare and I declare we are more than the conqueror in the name of Jesus. As the Bible has said that what is impossible with man is impossible with God. That shall you experience for the rest of our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. He said that you are, verse number 36, you are servant is killed, both lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. Oh, parabaso tarabaya. Oh, shakarabaya. Hey, hear the words of faith, this young man. Because Saul was saying that you are too young. You are too young to handle this. This young, this man you are fear to are hearing about him, God of God. He has been a warrior, warrior from, the, from his youth. But David could not see the giant. He could Amen. see the big God. Be like that as a child of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Instead of talking how big is your problem, talk about how big is your God. Talk about what? How big is your God? And take it as if that the bigger the problem, the bigger the testimony. The bigger the testimony, the bigger the glory. Hallelujah! We need to be the people of faith in and out of season. Not seasonally. Not on Sunday, but every day we must be the people of faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because of time, wherever you are, begin to stand up and pray tonight. Mandara bajanda la bajanda raba. Mandara bajanda raba yanda raba. Mandele brujanda raba yanda raba. Mandara bajanda la bajanda raba. Mandele brujanda la bajanda raba. Mandara bajanda raba. Yes, 
tomorrow at 12 o'clock during the day. Uh, I wish we were going to be hearing that powerful victory of David in this session. But uh, in the midday, that's where we're going to be going through it. But tomorrow, God will give us another grace. Hallelujah. Receive every answer from the presence of God wherever you are. Every victory from the presence of God. Claim everything. Remember, we are in the presence of God. The angels are there. Begin to claim those big things. Things that are above your face. 